0: Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you're listening to this to the day that it comes out, it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. I feel like it's only necessary that we talk a little bit about gratitude today. Um, At the beginning of the month, I started doing, I created a little gratitude journal. It was meant for the young women in my church, but I absolutely loved using it. Um, as I did this, I watched, of course, like, My emotions still went all over the place like normal because we're human. But I watched like the grounding emotion change. This sense of peace, this sense of security came over everything that I was doing. And here is, I want to kind of talk about why I think that is because of thoughts, right? As it pertains to our thoughts, creating our feelings, creating our actions, creating our results. That's what I want to talk about today. So, If we give our brain a directive, it's really good at finding evidence for that directive. So it makes sense that if we're leaning into gratitude, if gratitude is something that we're looking for daily, and we give that prompt to our brain, it's going to go out and it's going to start finding evidence for gratitude. And then as we think those sentences, right, our thoughts are just sentences in our brain as we think those sentences and we believe them and we can feel them and we're actually grateful for the things that we write down that we're grateful for, it creates a feeling in our body. That feeling could be gratitude. It could be peace. It could be comfort. It could be love. Here's what I noticed as I did this gratitude journal. So the first question that it asked, it was just, you know, list the things that you're grateful for today. And then the second question that stays consistent throughout the 30 days is where did I see God's hand in my life today and as I was seeing this as I was looking for these things that I'm not normally looking for it filled my thoughts at first it was a little bit of digging and now I see it everywhere our brain does that it's really good at that but also remember that it's really good at that and it's really good at looking for problems so most of the time the brain is out there like finding all the evidence of the crappy things that we believe that create crappy results in our lives, right? If it pertains to our relationships, if we have a thought about what the other person is doing wrong or what they could be doing better or a belief we have about them as a human being, like maybe they're lazy, they're whatever, that judgment that we have of them Our brain is getting to work finding evidence of that. This is so true, but also I'm like, it's such a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. It's like a machine. So if you give it the directive of looking for where did you see God's hand in your life today, it's going to get to work to find the evidence of that. So it's been cool. I've watched it in my own life, but here's the two underlying thoughts that have created such a piece in my life. Um, the first thought is I am in incon- I <laughs> can't say this word this early in the morning. Retry. Hold on. I am, am incomprehensibly loved, incomprehensibly loved. Like I don't even understand how much a perfect being could love me. Like I have my children and I love them so much. I look at their little faces and I just love them. The love that fills my body is pretty incredible. And I am an imperfect being. Now imagine a perfect being just loving you so whole and so completely, like we are in his thoughts. And I don't think that this just applies to me, of course, because if we're all God's children, then of course it applies to you. But as I've looked for, and I'm pretty sure that all of these beliefs came from the question, where do you see God's hand in your life? Because I had to look, I had to think about where he was thinking about me, where he's guiding things for me, where all of these things that I think are happening to me are actually happening for me. He cares about me. He loves me so much. I don't even understand. And that goes for you as well, my friend. He loves you so much. This perfect being has, he's thinking about you. He's orchestrating things in your favor. And if we could just see that, if we could just see all of the ways that he's doing it down to the tiny things, I'm not talking about even the huge things. I mean, the tiny things. Like I went to Smith's yesterday. I am in charge of drinks for Thanksgiving and my family and I, we love us some Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, for some reason, it's been super hard to find. <laughs> I already had my grocery pickup. It failed to get in my grocery pickup. And then had to take all of my children into the store with me. And I get there. And there's a man stocking the shelves a little bit, you know, further up. A Coca-Cola man. And I look all of the Diet Dr. Peppers, not even the cans, not even the bottles, nothing. It had nothing there. And kind of just thinking out loud, I said, oh, the one thing that we needed to be in the store today for, it's not there. Okay, kids, let's go. And this man looks up at me. He's like, excuse me, what are you looking for? And I was like, Diet Dr. Pepper, you know, we'll take what we can get. And he was like, okay, I'll go check in the back for you. Just hang on a minute. And he's like, and how many would you want if we had some? And I was like, just, just two, thank you. Sure enough, he went out and brought me back two Diet Dr. Pepper or the six pack of the Diet Dr. Pepper bottles. And I was so unbelievably grateful. And he said, this was the last pack that we had back there. And I believed him. <laughs> I believed him because it's so hard to find right now. But I just think about little things like that. He could have had headphones in. He could have been paying zero attention to me and my three monkeys crawling around the store and blocking all the aisles and touching people when they really don't want to be touched right now. But he listened and he had a thought and he acted upon that thought. And I happened to think out loud, which... Some I think I probably do a lot, but in this moment, normally I would have felt weird if he was right there. I don't know, but it all worked out. It worked out in my favor. God is thinking about me. God is working things in my favor. And I think he's doing that for you as well. As I think this, as now, I want to just talk about thoughts and beliefs real fast. I think I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again. So thoughts, right? We think And we can kind of dismiss sometimes or we kind of latch on to them, but they're just coming and going and coming and going. I like to think about a belief as a thought that we choose to believe over and over and over and over again. So if we have, I think I've talked about the box before, but I'm going to say it again, right? We have a cardboard box and there's a belief. So I have this belief that I'm incomprehensibly loved. That's going to be written on the outside of this cardboard moving box and All the thoughts that come in, all the evidence that I see goes inside this box. So that experience with the Diet Dr. Pepper, it's now a big old rock, a big old stone, a heavy stone that goes inside this box, making the box more heavy, making that belief more solid, right? So I'm incomprehensibly loved. And these are the reasons why I gave my brain that directive and it starts filling in. It starts sorting the incoming information, and it's putting these heavy stones into this box, right? That's the brain's job is just to sort things. So that thought is now becoming a belief. I am incomprehensibly loved. The second thought that as I look for things that I'm grateful for is super, super true. Belief, definitely a belief. And all the evidence that comes in is this is the good life. Now, this is a thought that I've told my clients about, that I've told my friends about. It came to me just in one of the small, simple moments. And I absolutely love thinking this thought intentionally and finding the evidence for this thought. So I want you to try it in your life, okay? The thought is, this is the good life. When I think that thought, it's not an overwhelming, like, excitement. It's not big. It's not loud. It's just It's strong, but it's soft and it's loving and it's peaceful. Like this is the good life. When I think about when somebody else would think this is the good life, I don't know, not like judging the other person, but just when I think about it applied, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, they would be sitting on a beach with, you know, a pina colada in their hand and sunglasses on and soaking up the sun. That's when people would think this is the good life. But that's rarely the case for me. It's never really in those big moments, the grandiose moments. It's always for me in the small, very simple, maybe loud because my kids are loud, but it's a quiet feeling. It's a feeling of joy. It's when I'm washing dishes and my kids are wrestling. It's playing out in the backyard. It's on the quiet drives up to the mountain. It's all of those things. That's when... This thought of this is the good life comes to me and it creates such a feeling of peace and love. As I've done this, as I've done the gratitude practice and looked for these things in my life, given my brain that directive, it creates, it's more airtime in my brain. So if all the thoughts that we're thinking, the sentences in our brain are running in and out of there, but they're creating feelings in our body. I'm just maximizing on the airtime that I have on thoughts that create good feelings in my body. And as I've done this, it's almost like I'm being supported, right? It's like something much larger than me, much bigger than me, more powerful than me is holding me up. So it doesn't matter the circumstances that are going on in the outside world. It's been the election. It's been all these different things that it's gone on this November since I've started this and it doesn't have such a power over my emotional state. So I definitely think that gratitude is a good idea. It gives our brain the opportunity to increase the airtime that makes the good emotions, those good feeling emotions in our body. But I kind of want to touch on if you're going through a hard season of your life during the happiest seasons of the year. It doesn't, our hard times, our trials, does not have a pause button for the holidays. So here's what I want you to remember. Everything is neutral. Everything is neutral. Everything outside of us, neutral. So the thing that happened, your hard thing, if we get really, really factual, if it's something that your spouse did that you learned about, if it's something that somebody else said to you, whatever it is, get really, really specific, get very, very factual. That is neutral. Now, I'm not saying go and think positive things about terrible things that happened. But what I am saying is that if you are at 80%, right, if, if there can be 50, 50, that comes out of any neutral experience. So there's 50% terrible, like things that cause the hard emotions to go through that we're totally equipped to go through, by the way, that's part of life, (laughs) like is enduring pain and feeling pain, but that there's also 50% good that can come from it. But if we're letting that 50% of the negative get into some of that, like pride and shame negative that brings it on, like that gets us stuck there, we might be sitting at feeling 80% negative about it right now and only feeling 20% of the joy that's coming from it or even less, right? Maybe we're not feeling any of the joy that can come from this hard thing, but there is joy available to you because the circumstance is neutral. So what I want for you, what I hope you can do this holiday season is look for the gratitude, right? Some of my hardest trials are what brought my greatest strengths. And it wasn't even after the fact. This part makes, sorry, a little emotional. I'm, I don't know. But it wasn't even after the fact. It was kind of my relationship to myself in the past, right? The hard things that I experienced. I am grateful for the woman that went through those hard things because of the pain that she experienced, I was talking with my friend Megan the other day, and I was trying to decide if I believed, because sometimes I believe that everything happens for a reason, and then other times I'm not quite sure. Did that happen for a reason? I don't know. Why not believe that it happened for a reason? Isn't that a good thought to believe? And she kind of slowed me down and she was like, You know, I don't know if everything happens for a reason, but I do like this phrase that what God doesn't cause, He consecrates. So, He finds a way to make it work for us, to make it work in our favor, that there's good that comes from it. So when I think about that applied to the hard times that we go through, there is, there is always that 50% positive that we can find, that 50% that creates those fun, feeling good, feeling the emotions of pleasure that we like. And I think gratitude is one of the gateways to get there. I think gratitude helps open up Our mind to see those, to look for those, and to let, as we think those thoughts, to let the feelings manifest in our body. So that's why I think gratitude is a good idea. That's why I think gratitude is important. If you're going through a hard season during this holiday season, I hope that leaning into gratitude will create some peace, some comfort, and you might be able to feel that same feeling of being held up by something bigger something way more powerful than we little humans are now the last thing I want to leave you guys with is just a couple things that I'm grateful for just just for fun and they're not all of the pretty things like I am very much grateful for my people my family my kids my husband my in-laws my cousins my parents my everybody that's in my life I have amazing people in my life, but I'm also so, so, so grateful for the struggles that I've been through in my marriage. I think those ones have helped me grow the most. They've helped me learn how to love unconditionally. They've taught me skills that I have created the person that I am today. I think my mental health struggles after my second I had some postpartum anxiety and that was hard for me. But also, I'm grateful for the pain that I endured. I'm grateful for that experience because now I have so much empathy for those that go through something similar. I'm grateful for financial hardships. I think that now I understand thoughts about financial hardships. And I can see also that joy is still available. So much happiness still available That's not connected to money in any way, shape, or form. That money doesn't have that kind of a power on us. It's a great thing. It's a neutral thing. We can think what we want about it. I'm grateful for my teachers, for the people that have taught me things about thought work and things about how we perceive our reality and thoughts that we get to choose on purpose. I'm grateful that I know for sure that they had to face some kind of fear, some kind of self-doubt, some kind of feelings of stop it and play small. I'm sure that comes up for them. I'm sure that they wanted to quit before and I'm so glad they didn't. I'm so glad that they were willing to experience some negative emotion for something so much bigger than them. I'm so glad that they exist on this planet I'm grateful for the scriptures and the written word of God. I know lots of hardships had to happen and had to be overcome in order for me to have it in my hands today. And I'm grateful for having that in my hands today with the weird world that it's in right now with things happening in the world. I am grateful for my trials. I'm grateful for the things that I've withstood I'm grateful for the confidence that comes from actually being able to experience a negative emotion and being okay with it. I'm grateful for the grace that I've learned how to give myself. I'm grateful for you people listening on the other end. I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for so many things. And I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I want you to try leaning in to gratitude Give your brain that directive so you can feel the effects of your thoughts because that's what's creating your feelings for you. You might think it's all of the things that you list on the piece of paper. You might think that it's the guy that gave you the Dr. Pepper. But really, if I didn't have a thought about that, if I didn't think that that was a kind thing to do, if I didn't connect it to how much I think God loves me and how much he's looking out for me, It would have so much less meaning. It would have been, oh, that was nice, and moving on. But really digging into those thoughts, really putting the words with it, that's what creates those big feelings. So make it mean something incredible. Make the simplest things mean something incredible about you, about your life, about God's love for you. I hope you enjoy your holiday, and I will see you next time. Bye.